TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? The twins, of course. It's Five Twins Thoughts Five. with Derek Wetmore. Wow, I missed that introduction. Wow, wow, wow. It is Five Twins Thoughts. I'm Derek Wetmore. On the phone with me today is my good friend, Rami Makloff. We are uh, sort of quarantining from each other. Rami, how's it going? It's going well, Derek. I mean, other than, you know, the lack of total, the total, total lack of face-to-face human interaction. Life is good, man. Life is okay. (laughs) And uh, how's the pup? Pup treating you okay? He's uh, sleeping in the sun right now, his favorite thing to do. No kidding. Well, yeah. life is good then in yeah. that case. So yeah. I wanted to play a little game with you today on Five Thoughts, Rami. If it's okay, we'll change it up a little bit given that we're not six days away from opening of the baseball season. Ugh. But yeah, you might like this because you've been petitioning long before the Astros and Red Sox deal, long before we knew what coronavirus was and how big of an impact it was going to have on our society. You, my friend, were trying uh-huh. to get Rob Manfred out of the commissioner's chair of baseball. So I thought I'd give you this opportunity to campaign to be the next commissioner of I'm Major League Baseball. I'm 100% here for that. <laughs> now, keep in mind, this is not just some sort of dictatorship where you're going to uh, you know, elbow your way in, overthrow his reign, and now be the new guy because you overthrew the guy, you got to get elected. So you've got to get some people on your side thinking about baseball and the future of the major leagues in the way that you think about it. So I'm going to throw five questions at you, how you're going to handle the return, and people can decide for themselves. This is your campaign platform, Rami. And I have not heard these questions. No, that's right. That's the beauty of it. I have not heard these questions. This is the first time I'm hearing these questions. I don't want you to prepare for this. Like, it's some sort of staged debate. That's not what I'm here for. That's exactly right. Your gut instinct, because you're going to be the rudder for this ship that is Major League Baseball. So I just want to know that we can trust your guts. You know, I was watching uh, Bill Parcells of Football Life the other day, because what else do we have to do, Derek Wetmore? (laughs) And uh, one of his philosophies was, Five things that you don't expect are going to go wrong every day, and you need to be able to react to them and make the right decisions. And that's what it takes from a leader. That's what a great leader needs to do. You need to be ready for the unexpected. And you have five things for me today, and I have no idea what they are. This is literally five unexpected things right now you're about to throw at me. That I'm going to answer. So I'll give them to you. Some of them are tougher than others. I'm going to be honest about that. And I might start with the biggest doozy of them all. All right. Let's say that Major League Baseball season, just to throw out a number for simplicity's sake, let's say they're going to start July 1st or right around 4th of July weekend, right? Think of how romantic that would be, Mm -hmm. you know, fireworks and cookouts and whatever else you do. And baseball is back. So start of July is the start of the season. What are you going to do, Rami Makloff, about the service time issue that really you're only looking at half of the calendar? How are you going to make sure that the players feel that this is fair and the owners uh, feel like they get their cut? Can I ask, what what is the schedule like? How many games are we playing if they start in July? Are we skipping All-Star weekend? Are we scheduling double double headers into the, into the schedule a week, once a week? What are we doing? Great question, future Commissioner Makloff. I mm-hmm. am going to go with the Dave St. Peter idea of running a bunch of double headers. You're going to cost yourself some off days. You are going to stretch the season into October and then the World Series maybe even into November. Let's say you're going to get 100 
I haven't done the math on this, so I'm just going to pull a number out. 120 games this baseball season. Call it like three quarters of the schedule. Okay. All right. Here's what I do, Derek Wetmore. As a show of good faith and goodwill to the Players Association. And to not cause any more conflict or acrimony in what are turbulent times for our country and for the sport because of what's going on in our country, I'm going to treat this as one full season of service time. That's a show of good faith, of goodwill to the players. We're talking about billionaire owners here. It's a hit to them. Yes, I understand that, but we have a very large TV contract. We're all suffering. We're all taking a hit. Major League Baseball is going to take on that hit. The players will get a full season of service time. They will get the full value of their contracts, and we will proceed as usual. Okay, and so if a guy gets called up partway through the year or whatever, you're just giving him extra credit for those days he's on the roster. Yes. Okay, yes. I can yeah. see that. That's interesting. So you brought up one in your question to me. Here's thought number two. Thought number one was service time. I think you handled that pretty elegantly. Thought number two is trade deadline. Typically, it's July 31st, but if you only have a month to separate mm. the haves from the have-nots, is that yeah. how you're going to play it? So we're starting in July. We're playing 120 games, right? Thereabouts. Okay. No, I'm moving I'm moving the trade deadline to the end of August. I'll move it back 30 days. Okay. So you get to play for you get to play 2 months. You're probably going to play about 50 games in those 2 months, almost half of the 120 game schedule. I think that's I think that's a fair fair amount of time for you to assess where you are as a franchise, what you need, what you don't need, where you are in the standings, whether or not you're a playoff team and want to make a push, whether or not you're a team that wants to sell off because you're not going to make the playoffs. I think 50 or 60 games into a 120-game schedule is probably fair. So I'm moving it to the end of August, maybe even maybe even mid-September. What are we talking about here? This season is going to go through November? Is that how we're playing this? Yeah. Or is that mid, questions mid, you're about to ask? No, 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 that's fine. Mid-November, okay. it sounds like, is a possibility, uh, you know, that, hey, this is a weird year, and let's try out some of these Weird yeah, ideas wait, we've had in the past. Wherever the halfway point of this 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 theoretical schedule would fall is about where I'd place the trade deadline. Okay. See, I had thought about some of these teams already know they're going to be sellers, right? Like, just cynically. Hello? You still got me, Rami? Oh, I'm sorry. I lost you there for a second. I didn't catch the last thing you said. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. Just that some of these teams like already know that they're going to be so like, are the Baltimore Orioles really going to have to figure out uh, what their team competitiveness is like? Are the Kansas City Royals going to need a uh, chunk into the calendar to know like, oh, well, honestly, no, but that would be the case. That would be the case in 162 game schedule. Right. Those teams know what they are going into the years. So I don't, I don't see I don't see why that changes anything. It's for the teams that that are maybe borderline, or you know, sometimes things don't go as expected, and there are plenty of teams who think they're going to contend right now, who things are not going to go well for them, and they may not be contending after all come the trade deadline. So hmm. that's why you need the time on the schedule to to figure out who you are and where you at and where you're at and exactly what course you want to take. You know what I appreciate about your campaign platform, Rami, is you're not What's trying to dress it up. You're not trying to be political about it. You're just talking the way you talk. I'm a straight shooter. I'm a straight <laughs> shooter. I tell you how it is. Okay. Thought number three for you, straight shooter. Uh-huh. Since we're cutting from 162 games to well, whatever, 120, let's just put a number on it. How are you going to cut those 42 games off the schedule? Do you cut from in the division? Do you take series down? Do you just 
pick up wherever the calendar lets you pick up. How are you going to go about this schedule? And I realize this is a really messy one to throw at you just without prep, but it's something that I would want a commissioner to know or at least to be able to think through and articulate his thoughts on it were he to be the next commissioner of Major League Baseball. Well, let's do some math here. Let's do some math, shall we? Let's do it. First thing I'm going to do is I'm eliminating the interleague games. Okay. Because why? I mean, I think we've all pretty much had enough of interleague to begin with, an 162-game schedule, and it's really kind of unnecessary in whatever this shortened schedule is. So how many games does that cut off the schedule? I don't have the breakdown in front of me. So I'll look up 2019 for you for the Twins. But while I do that, what do you say to the fans who love seeing – you know, the Cubs come to town or seeing this these National League rivalries or who were getting excited about the Dodgers series this year with the Twins. Some people like the sort of the novelty of the National League, American League game. And I get that, but we're all making sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you are a straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices that have to be made, and I, I don't think those are as crucial games in the schedule. Look, we're trying to get as honest a sample size as we possibly can. We want the best American League team, but we want the best National League teams representing the two leagues in the playoffs. And I think the best way to determine that is for them to play as many games as they can against each other. We're shaving games off the schedule. I think we start by shaving off interleague play. And, you know, you might see those teams come playoff time. Sure. So that gets you halfway home. I just tabbed up the Twins 2019 record against the uh, National League. And unless my math on the fly on baseball reference was not correct, that's 20 games that you are eliminating from the schedule. Okay. Um, and then I probably go through the schedule and cherry pick a few four-game series and shave them down to three-game series. There's no need for four-game series in a short schedule. So however many of those you got in there, and I'm not asking you to go and look that up and do that math, but shave a few four-game series down to three-game series, obviously – outside the division. I'm going to try and, and keep as many of the of the division games as possible, though. Okay. I think that's important. 19, that's for, a lot. What's that? 19 in the American League Central, that's a lot. It is, but I think, I mean, you're trying, again, to crown, you're trying to crown a division champion, get the best representation. That's Derek, you and I have talked about this. One of the best things, one of my favorite things about baseball is there isn't a lot of question about who deserves to be there at the end, in 162-game sample size, it's it's more than you have in any other sport. It's it's very hard for something fluky to happen and for a not very good baseball team to, to, to be standing at the end of 162 games. And I'm trying to keep that as pure as and as level a, a playing field as possible. And I think having division games and having teams playing each other that are fighting for the same thing is, is an important thing in a baseball season. Let me throw something at you just to get your thoughts. This is still thought number three. Don't worry, I'm not jumping ahead. Part of the problem with baseball schedules is the travel. I mean, it's just it's sort of baked in. You know, you got your Sunday getaway day. We're all familiar with it. It's part of the rhythm of a baseball season to cut down on sort of the wear and tear as you try to go, you know, fast and furious through this schedule. What about just like, hey, this team was going to come to target field twice, play six total games, why don't we just knock them all out at the first go? I mean, sort of six-game series. Sure, the Detroit Tigers come to town. Are you going to make them fly out and fly back again, like three weeks from now, or do you just want to knock them all out right here? You know who probably doesn't like that idea is a pitcher. 
yeah. pitcher is going to have to come <laughs> yeah, back and, right. and, and face a, a reliever who's facing a team three or four times in six days, and they've gotten that much of a look at his stuff, or one or two starters who are going to have to see the same team within five or six days. That that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers in the pitcher community. Well, I can guarantee you that right now. You know what though? A wise man once told me we're all making sacrifices here. <laughs> uh, we're trying to do the best we can with what we got. That guy sounds like a idiot. <laughs> He's actually running for commissioner of Major League Baseball. Okay, thought number four. I just wanted to throw it out there. It's something I've thought about. Is you know maybe yeah. Hey, if you want to cut down on the travel, make it a little bit easier. Here's one way you could do it. But, but fine. All right. It, maybe it's not a good idea. Um, thought number four here, we are fast-forwarding ahead. A lot of players, Rami, especially as they become advanced in their career, if it's a Josh Donaldson who has an MVP bonus, um, I, I don't know that in this contract. I'm just saying he has in the past probably. Uh, Kenta Maeda has an innings number that if he hits, he gets a little bump in pay. How are you going to handle some of these contract ex- incentives that guys now just aren't going to be able to hit because let's say they do play 120 games. Kenta Maeda is not throwing 150 innings in three quarters of a season. Maybe, but it just becomes much harder to hit. Uh, you can hear my dog in the background. He hasn't answered your question, but I'll give you an answer to it, Derek. Um, simple math. It's very simple math. We're shaving off 25% of the schedule. Shave off 25% of whatever it is that the, the mark is that they need to hit to, to meet these clauses. And that's if it's a pure raw number, like you said, if it's innings pitched or if it's home runs hit, if it's if it's an average, if it's if it's something that's a, a, a trying to figure out how uh, an average, like a batting average or an on base percentage or whatever the case might be, those can stay the same because the, the same same math still applies. But if it's a raw number, like you were talking about with innings pitched or home runs hit. You just do simple math. You shave off 25% of the schedule. You shave off 25% of the number they need to hit. Pragmatic. Very pragmatic. I'm a very practical and pragmatic person. And did I mention a straight shooter? <laughs> All right. You're laying it on a little thick. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's it's a pretty good answer. So, like, if a guy's got one for Cy Young, that stays the same. But if a guy's got one for, say, 200 innings, okay, now it's going to be by whatever fraction of games you're going to play. Right. Sure. Okay. All right. I can see that. Sort of case by case, but it's got a it's got a structure to it that I like. It's pretty elegant. I'm structured too. Jeez. I know. Yeah, uh, if you're looking for a campaign manager and it pays super well, I might know a guy. <laughs> I might know a guy. Really only looking for part time at this point. Got a job and I love it. But if you're looking for like off hours, nights and weekends, I, I might know somebody. I might have something for him. Thought number five, Rami Makloff, and this is one that was brought up on Twitter by our friend Mike. Um, I don't know an easy answer because it's impacted on both sides of this thing. Derek Falvey did address it briefly on a conference call with reporters just yesterday as we record this on a Friday afternoon. What are you going to do about the annual summer tradition? And I'm not talking about the All-Star game. I'm talking about the June amateur draft. What are you going to do if college baseball seasons and high school baseball seasons and traveling elite league circuits where you get a look at all these you know, top high school talent at, at uh, classics and stuff like that, what on earth are you going to do with the draft knowing that, A, we might not see major league baseball games before that, we might not see any amateur baseball before that? What are you going to do, prospective commissioner Rami Makloff, about the the... the Sticky wicket that we've got about the midsummer draft. 
I think you're going to see the whole the whole calendar change. I, I don't think there's any way around that. You're going to see everything pushed back now, as as and you're going to have to adjust around things that aren't in your control, that are out of your hands, and we don't know when really any regular rhythm of life is going to return, Derek, and we can get back to just normal life in America and when we'll have our, our arms wrapped around this. But whenever that is, is when we can lay out a timeline as far as how back things are going to be pushed back. But let's say there isn't baseball at all uh, in, in 2020, or, or even if we get Major League Baseball back, maybe we're not able to get back high school or, or college baseball or, or get as many innings for these guys for scouts to, to have a look at them or have or as much tape as we normally have. And if it's just kind of a throwaway season from that respect, I don't see any reason to push it back. You still have to hold the draft at some point in this season. And if it's just a lost season as far as scouting and getting scouts out to look at these guys in person or just getting the tape on these guys, I don't, I don't see any way around it. And I guess you just would hold the draft at, at the time that you normally have held the draft because what's, what's the point in pushing it back? if this season is just washed away and there isn't going to be anything to look at, we can't have an entire year without a draft. These are guys who have earned the right to, to, to play at the next level and, and do it professionally. So I think it all depends on if and when we start getting back to baseball here. Robbie Makloff, elegant, structured, thoughtful, insightful. Thank you for answering the five thoughts, five questions. Now the floor is yours. Uh, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever you need to lay out your campaign platform as you run for next commissioner of Major League Baseball. I should be commissioner of Major League Baseball because really who wouldn't do a better job than Rob Manfred? But let me be a little bit more specific than that. I know what really ails baseball, and it's not the game itself. Sure, there are maybe tweaks you need to make to the rules on the field, but the real problem with baseball is how it's packaged and how it's distributed, and you're not even getting to the places where the people you want to watch the game are taking in their entertainment, the platforms where they're taking in their entertainment. Rob Manfred doesn't understand how to draw the younger generation that he wants to draw, and he makes misstep after misstep after misstep, and I'm telling you that won't be the case in the administration of Rami Makhlouf, new commissioner of Major League Baseball. Vote Rami Makhlouf. Campaign manager Derek Wetmore. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I gotta do. I don't know the rules of this, Rami. You've been in radio a lot longer than I have. What do we have to point out that this is satire, or like we just trust in the audience is going to figure that one out? Uh, I mean, I think you just did. Okay. But so yeah. our legally our bases are covered. I mean, yeah. If they needed to be covered, I think you just covered it. Well. I just think that the current commissioner of Major League Baseball is much more litigious than the possible future commissioner. Mm, no, future commissioner would be super litigious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm well, very petty, Derek. Super okay. petty. Okay, well, I'll stay on your good side then as long as I can. <laughs> Rami, thanks for joining by phone. Much appreciate it. Uh, stay safe out there and remember to wash your hands. My pleasure, man. Back at you. Hey, Scornorth listeners, it's Phil Mackey here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which is here to give business owners that peace of mind that you need when you've built a company with your blood, your sweat, your tears, maybe not your blood, but whatever. Like, you built a company, and you want your insurance team to be ready with a game plan that helps you recover, if needed, recover smoothly so you can get on with running your business. Federated has a century of experience 
in helping business owners. You can find out more about the industries Federated protects at their website, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here from my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. 